Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Car Talk with the Sack Boys. I'm your head Sack Boy. My name is Connor, and joining me as usual is Andrew. Hello. We also have Jar here. Not really. We also have Peter here, but not really. Yeah. So uh, Peter is not feeling well today, so he he can come down, unfortunately, but he's still here in spirit. What kind of spirit? What uh, what other kind of spirit is there, Connor? Other than just a spirit? A phantasm? Uh, a poltergeist? A poltergeist or just a ghost? Uh, a ghoul? Are ghouls spirits? I think those are physical creatures. Are they? Well, I mean, okay, ghoul is kind of like, it's similar to a zombie, but not really. <laughs> I don't know. The, like, I don't know. Do zombies have souls? Um, that's a good question. As far as, I mean, well, actually, that depends on what genre, or, like, what medium we're talking about. Yeah. So are we talking about it in, like, the Walking Dead sense, or are we talking about it in, like, the Left 4 Dead sense? I feel like it's, like, in the most more common sense, like, the Left 4 Dead sense. Well, well, okay, so in Left 4 Dead, they don't really... So here's the thing, the Left 4 Dead, they aren't even really zombies. They're just... Infected. They're infected humans. As as opposed to, like, George A. Romero movies where, like, you know, in Night of the Living Dead and stuff like that, those are legitimately just corpses that rose from the grave. Yeah, and just act on instinct. Yeah, so, but I mean... if they I, have instinct, do they have souls? I equate that more to the Walking Dead sense, in the sense that, like, uh, how should I put this? How they explain it is the the infection, like, takes over, uh, it, it can take over a either a dead body or, mm-hmm. you know, a, a host or whatever, but all it does is just reanimate the most important part of your body, which is your brain. Yeah. All, all it knows how to do is just, like, perform basic functions, like, you know, walk, uh, grab, bite, eat, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. So, whether that's, uh, I don't know if you count that as having a soul? No. It, because it doesn't really have free will. In, in, in the Walking Dead yeah. sense, at least. Mm-hmm. Now, if you think this long tangent was us, like, segueing into Grand Blue, you'd be giving us way too much credit. I mean, I wish we were that smart to do that, but, you know. No, we're talking about Gear Chronicle first. We're talking about Gear Chronicle. So, uh, I guess I'll preface this by saying that we actually have a slightly, like, more specialized episode today. Because not only is Peter not here, but we also have like, sort of... very few, like, actual cards to talk about. Exactly. So, what we decided to do was actually take this in a more... Freeform. Uh, yeah, freeform, sort of, like, uh, creative style. In the sense that uh, today we're also going to be discussing, after the, re- the reveals, of course... Yeah. We're also going to be taking a look at each of the clans in the game. And we're going to take a look at their overall aesthetic and the art style of that game. And we'll just, you know, give our comments, give our opinions on each of the clans as they appear, not in terms of viability like we usually talk about, yeah. but as we talk about them artistically. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, it, it's it's a big part of the game to, like, actually like the cards that you're looking at. So I figured that it's something that we should talk about. Really the first step of picking out your deck is finding an aesthetic you like. That's always my my biggest, like... You know, problem when it comes to like getting into a card game, finding the the aesthetic that I really really like. It's Just the that... one thing that clicks. Exactly. So. All so right. yeah. So, so so we'll get to that later. But first, we have some reveals to talk about. All right, we're gonna be starting out with our first Grade Four unit for Gear Chronicle. Mm-hmm. Intradimensional Dragon, Idealized Dragon. He's a Grade Four, Triple Rare, 15K without a Force Mark. Thank God. And he has Twin Drive as opposed to Triple Drive. Thank double god. So, before we get into the scale, Bushiroad actually did the best thing they could have done with these grade fours. Yeah. And make them like Exoplate Novel. Exactly. Which I I very much thank them for that. Because if they just, you know, took Stride and then just made it so that they were not G units yes. and put them in the main deck, would have been absolutely awful. Also, it's 15k P 
period, not 15k plus. Yes. So so it doesn't gain the power, for example, of your grade three that's now in your soul. Right. For example. So yeah. So it's not stride. It's legitimately just riding. <laughs> so yeah. And these can be normal ridden as well. Yes. I don't know why you'd want to do that, but you can. You you physically can. Mm-hmm. All right. So auto vanguard when placed. Activate all of the following effects below according to the sum of the grades of the face-up cards in your buying zone. Now, before I go into this, there is an official ruling on this. You activate all these in sequence. Okay. So you go, one is a one or more, one is five or more, and one is 11 or more. You activate them as the one goes first, the five goes, then the 11 goes. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. That mm-hmm. makes sense. So one or more, your opponent chooses one of their rear guards and puts it at the bottom of their deck. Five or more, call the top card of your deck to a rear guard circle, and 11 or more, Call two cards from your drop zone to a rear guard circle, and three of your rear guards get plus 5,000 until the end of turn. Exactly what I thought was going to happen in the sense that uh, they actually did get a quote-unquote first stride. Yep. Uh, I figured that Mystery Flare the VR would be some kind of finisher, you know, like, you know, be-all, end-all, like, you're going to go into this when you know you're going to win the game. Stuff like that. Something, something, 20 cards, some in the bind zone. Most likely, but again, we have to wait another eight days or so before we actually get Mystery Flare's reveal. It does come out on the 10th. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately, it's actually going to come out a day after uh, we normally record our, uh, the next episode, which will be a little annoying. I feel like Bushi's trying to spite us specifically for that. I feel like they, they just knew. They were like, huh, you know, those sack boys, they've been really doing pretty okay at... Figuring out all of our cards. How about we make it so they have to wait an extra week for them to figure out Mystery Flare? Just cause. Just cause. Just to spite us. Or it's more so due to the fact that, like, uh, on the 10th there's some tournament that, like, mm-hmm. they're deciding to reveal it at. I think it's a big regional tournament. Is it? I don't know. Okay. Well, point is that it's a tournament that they chose to reveal the cards, like, effect yeah. at. Which we will talk about in, in the in the following week. The week following the next one. Yeah, so not n- not next coming episode, but the week after. Yeah. So yeah. Um, but, but as it, for Idealize himself, yeah, as for as for Idealize, he's pretty okay. He's pretty good. He does pretty much exactly what I expected him to do. Mm-hmm. Like, because we've seen Gear Chronicle, it's getting a lot of interactions with Bind Zone and binding your stuff. Yeah. And kind of finalizes the theory. It's going to be based on grade of your bound things and not actually sum of bound things. Exactly. So, and it's also a thing of. Uh, in a Force Clan, you also want to... It's not just Excel Clans that that sometimes could maybe struggle with making a field. Unless yeah. you're, like, Royal Paladin or, like, Shadow Paladin. Mm-hmm. Like, keeping up a field can be a little bit difficult sometimes because they always want to deny you counterblasts. Yeah, and take out your rear guards. Exactly. So, if, if, a lot, if a lot of your stuff gets blown up, Idealize gets you a field pretty much for free. Mm-hmm. It's a free call three and put something in the bottom. Only problem with that is getting to the number of cards in your bind zone, which... You know, we have to see the rest of the cards to be able mm-hmm. to like know how easy it is to going to be to like to like get stuff in the bind zone. Yeah. But once we have an idea of how easy it will be, then we can like like you the know. rest of the deck is specifically designed to get those sums up. Yes. Like with the next card, it's going to be a really good example of what we would need. Mm-hmm. But getting this off like on your first ride turn. It's not happening, I, I, at least at this moment. At the very moment, I could see you probably getting the one or five The effect. one or five is going, the 11 isn't. Uh, 11, you can There is no physical way for you, unless you like bond, unless you bound all your grade threes for no reason. And a grade four. Or a grade four at some point. If you drew into it and you just you, you decide to bind it, then 
I mean, I guess you can do that, but, you know, it's <laughs> it's... From what I'm seeing, like you said, it's going to be hard to get all three effects off by first stride. But even just getting the f- like the one and the five is really good. Yeah, like like spinning one of your opponent's uh, things to the bottom and getting a free call. Yeah, like not that bad, honestly. Mm-hmm. And still a 15k base, so it hits a little bit harder, especially with like an AK behind. It, it's a magic number. Exactly. And also, I mean, if you have force markers, which you know you'll be getting extra force markers if you use uh, Lost Legends ability. Yeah. He'll be swinging for even bigger, probably 33 to 43. Yeah. Even on your, like, you know, first stride turn or second, or whatever it might be. Yeah. I know I keep saying stride, by the way. It's it's the easiest way to make sense of It's the easiest to describe. It's not really striding, just mind you, you know, fellow listeners and stuff, uh... I'm, this is an actual stride. I'm just calling it stride because it's it's just the easiest way. Yeah, it it makes the most sense to call it that, even though it's not really stride. Yeah. So yeah, it's like the eleven effect is really really good. Just just free call two from the drop zone. Yes, and and a pumping stuff up by five is typically pretty good. <laughs> and it's pump three things, so you can pump your front row and one of your back rows. Yeah, you could pump uh, uh, your two front rows and like your booster. For, yeah. for uh for the vanguard if you, if you want to make it even more unguardable that would have been great if wedgehammer skill procked on rear guard feels bad man feels <laughs> fucking wedge fe- feels bad wait wh- wait is that is that one of the was that a Novagrapper card or is that a no it's a gear chronicle card oh it is yeah it was like on hit vanguard bind a card draw a card oh that guy yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. okay that why he doesn't sense. work on rear guard still eludes me I, i'm not sure i maybe I would love if they just forgot to print that effect, but they totally meant to. And they're gonna errata him. Oh no 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 no! They're not gonna errata him. But like, what they they released the card, they realized that, that they screwed up, and they're like, uh, no, that's totally what the effect is, similar to how to what they did with Oracle in the G era. Yeah. Where they it was gonna be printed as if you have four or more cards in your hand, uh, Oracle is active, but they misprinted it as as five, and everyone was like, are you sure it's five? And they're like, yes, it's five. Deal with it. And we're like, okay, okay. Fine. So, and then, like, from that point on, they just decided that Oracle was five or more cards in your hand. Disgusting. Awful. Just awful. If it was four, Oracle would have been a really good mechanic. Yeah, and I, I like that they, like, sort of uh, made a reference to that with um, with Promised Daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, how she gets her plus six uh, if you have four or more cards in your hand. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, what you could have been such a good card in the G era. But here you are in standard. Here we go again on <laughs> our <we> own. <laughs> but yeah, Idealize, he's pretty good. Exactly. Like, I'm still debating, like, because he's, like, the biggest one we have aside from Mystery Flare as yeah. of right now. Yeah. I'm still betting that we're going to get, like, a rare that does, like, just one thing or per- two things. Perhaps, but I wouldn't be surprised if, like, this was a triple R and then, like, it was meant to be, like, the thing that you go into... To set up for Mystery Flare. Aside from Mystery Flare, and then when you're ready to kill them, go into Mystery Flare. I wouldn't be surprised if they did that, too. Yeah. But if they do give you something else, kudos. That's good. Mm -hmm. It'll just be another option. Exactly. All right, next up we have a double R, Lost Break Dragon. He's a grade 2, double R 10k, and has auto, vanguard, and rearguard when placed from hand. Bind a card from your hand to draw a card. And continuous rearguard during your turn. If you have a face-up card in your bind zone, this unit gets plus 3. Hey, that's pretty good. It's pretty good. It is helps me unbrick my hand if Mulligan screws me over again. Yeah, there's that and the fact 
uh, that like it, he works off himself with his continuous yeah. ability. I, I remember when the when the the effect uh, first got announced, I, it said something along the lines of. Uh, just at all times, if there's a card in your binds, then it gets plus three. That would have been amazing. That would have been the best thing ever. Like, Excel clans couldn't even touch him. Yeah. But, like, uh, or, or unless they really wanted to go after him. But then it said during your turn, and I'm like, ah, would have been so good if it, w- if it wasn't still, during your turn. It's still, like, the best grade two gear Chronicle has gotten so far. Very true. Very true. But uh, it, it's it's one of those cards that, like, it exists to do, like, one thing. And that's On just place. It, it, yeah. It's it's there to like combo for later and get higher grade stuff into your bind zone. Mm-hmm. It's and, also plays from hand, so you can't like use his skill if you call him off idealized dragon, which is a little bit worse in a sense, just because like you know, uh, uh, I guess they wanted to make it like that much harder for you to be able to get stuff into your bind zone and just not make mm-hmm. it like a cakewalk. Because mm-hmm. like a lot of mechanics back in the day have just been cakewalks. Yeah. So you know. I'm still like, mm. It's still, like, would have been nice to just have him be on place whenever, but, I mean, them's the ropes. We could have just had him be on place whenever and, like, have him, like, have a clause, like, you can only use this unit's name effect once per turn. I mean, they actually did do something similar with um with Nemen from, from AL4. Yeah. yeah. Because, like, she's, like, one of the freest cards I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. And, like... I mean, yeah, so, like, I guess you could have done a, a similar thing to Lost Break, but they decided not to for mm-hmm. no reason. Other than know, just man. making it harder on you guys. So, Like, making things harder on Gear Chronicle players? What is this? Uh, maybe they realized that, that they, they gave way too much favoritism to them during the G era, and it's this is their, their way of sort of atoning for that, where they're like, we swear Gear Chronicle isn't going to be the best thing it's ever. It's still going to work, but you're going to have to work for it. Exactly. Which, you know... So I'm like, I'm okay with. I'm personally okay with it too, because I was tired of dealing with ZTPs. You don't uh, have any ZTPs. In, 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 I know, but I but like, but ZTPs made me just dislike Gear Chronicle as a total, or like in mm-hmm. general. So like, so, so seeing them get like you know not the most amazing stuff is nice to me yeah. at least. So. Like I mean, this is still a really good card. Oh no no, it it's I never said it wasn't good. No no, I'm not just like saying. Like, despite all of my criticisms, I still really like it. And you're going to run it. I'm going to run, like, four of it. I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, is there really a card that's better than this so far that you should run? We have that one grade two, but that's at best a two of. Uh, oh, what is it? The other guy that is the guy that gets, like, plus five or whatever per things of the bind zone, and then end of turn, end of battle, he binds himself. Yeah, like, isn't it gun bezel? Is that gun bezel? No, 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 no. That's the, um, crap, what the hell is it? Oh, wait, oh, no, no, it was Gun Bezel. No, 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 you're right, you're right, never mind. Okay, makes sense to me. Yeah. And so, just like, does Gear Chronicle have any triple R spots left? Uh, I think they have... Wait, no, actually, because it's Idealize and uh, Lost Legend. All right, so we're probably getting another, a grade, uh, double R grade one to go along with this, and that'll probably be it along with our PG. Most likely, yes. Okay. So, you know. And our VR is Mystery Filler. Which, you know, was was coming anyways. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, like as soon as we saw Lost Legend wasn't the VR, it's like it's gonna be the big stride. Uh, I I saw an image uh, just recently where like it compared. Uh, I think they actually released another image of like the banner or whatever for for the answer of truth. Yeah, the original one had Himiko, Leopold, uh, and, Lost and, and Lost Legend, but the new one had Himiko, Leopold, and Mystery Flare. 
Man. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, now you show it? Come on. Man, you're being cheeky shit waffles here, Bushy Road. Come on, Bushy Road. Like, you could have just said from the start that you're, we were getting Mystery Flare back. But but I guess their thing is that Gear Chronicle, they know it's just one of the most beloved clans. Yeah. So they decided that like they wanted to hype it up more, similar to how they hyped up um, Exculpate and Novell. But Mystery Flare isn't one of the most beloved Gear Chronicle units, though. I know, but, but Gear Chronicle is one of the most beloved clans. So, yeah. so like, the clan in general is just so beloved that they were just like, it's like, oh, we, we got to hype up this because people are going to, like, cream their pants when they figure out that it's Mystery Flare as the VR. The guy who skilled the label get off potentially once in a thousand lifetimes. Maybe. It's going to be one of those things where you, where you run, like, two of it and you somehow damage check and draw into it and you're going to be like, yeah. I'm dying. I am sad. <laughs> I am dying. Like, Lost Legend looks at me like, what, what, do, you, what do you want me to do with this? Like... Laws Legend literally becomes a vanilla if you lose all your grade four units. Which is why uh, I, I like that one uh, worker Roy girl or whatever that like it's it's a grade one uh, that we talked about last week where she like she like on play puts a uh, grade three or greater from the bottom from the, your drops into the bottom of your deck and mm-hmm. then in, if or sorry she puts anything from your drop zone back to your deck and if you put a grade three or greater you can soul blast two and draw a card yeah. And I'm Which like is really, really nice. Get all my grade fours back in there. Oh, oh no, she has to be like a two to three of because like you're gonna. Yes. I assume you're gonna want to recycle your grade fours. Mm-hmm. So just so you can keep doing Lost Legends skill. Yeah. All right. Our final Gear Chronicle card. It's a grade one common eight K, Steam Scaler. Is it Colin or Kalen? Uh, uh, I want to say Kalane. Kalane. Uh, something like that. Kalane, whose skill is auto rearguard when it boosts. Cost Soul Blast one until the end of the battle. Your opponent cannot intercept, and they can only call up to three guardians. And at the end of the battle, bind itself. This card is so good, but I hate this card so much. <laughs> I hate this card so freaking much. Let me guess, you hate it because it binds itself, right? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Uh, uh, the reason why I hate this card is the three words uh, before the cost. When it boosts. Why Why is a common 8k better than my double R 8k? <laughs> that has to boost a rear guard. <laughs> Why does this? Why can this boost anything? Screw you, Bushirod. Anyway, sorry. Sorry. Per- personal bias aside, this mm-hmm. card is insane. Yeah, this card is really freaking good. Can only call up to three guardians. So, I I mean, if if you you're a force clan, you're gonna be swinging in for like ridiculous. Numbers. I'm gonna be swinging for sixties. Exactly, and and the fact that you can only call three if you don't have the PG, you're mm-hmm. like, oh. here's all my heals. Also, also, he can't intercept. Yeah, or, 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 or he makes it so that you can't intercept, which is like really freaking annoying sometimes. Fuck off, Miracle Dandy. And, and, no, exactly, because it's a thing of, um, especially in Excel clans, like mm-hmm. your interceptors are probably some of the most important like shield values that you have, because like the fact that you can you can also intercept from Excel circles like makes yeah. it so that you have that extra guard value while still getting off aggression. Yeah, but this guy is just like ah, oh, I don't think so. I don't think so. I've seen how this movie ends, and I want to change it. Exactly. I want to change my future. My future involves you dead on the ground. (laughs) At my feet. Exactly. No, this card, I think, is going to be really good, just because of the fact that it says when it boosts. So you can just boost your Vanguard and be like, deal with this. You're like, do you have a PG? Do you have have a PG or protect marker? I mean, if you're playing Angel Feather, you probably have a protect marker at this point because you, yeah. like, you rode like four times yeah. in one turn. Yeah. But anyways, <laughs> besides <laughs> the point, uh, if you're not facing Angel Feather, this is going to be really difficult. What to if Mystery Flyer has a skill that restricts PGs? 
he probably will. It's it's a force clan. He's probably going to be like his, his like a somehow better like waterfall mm-hmm. most likely. And, and and even at that point waterfall is really good anyways. Yeah. So the fact that like another clan could be getting a better waterfall is scary to me. Like we're taking a 9 out of 10 card and making it like a 12. Yeah, because you know a, a, as you know waterfall uh, Soul Blast of Grade 3 to, to give himself 10k into crit and your opponent can't call Sentinels during the, the battle that he attacked. The killer of Protect Clans. Literally the killer of all Protect Clans. So the idea of a, a Grade 4 potentially being bigger than that, like, scares me. It also makes... Actually, is a higher base, so it actually can force some better numbers out. Yes, yes it can. Like, mm. Yeah, so, I mean... Again, we have to see what Mystery Flare might do. I mean, if if they if they give him guard restrict, sure, but I'm still holding out on that he's gonna have like he'll be similar to Idealize, where like depending on the number of things or the sum of grades in your bind zone, you do certain things, mm-hmm. and probably the highest one is gonna be getting an extra turn or an extra attack phase, maybe an extra attack phase, or maybe like like someone had the idea actually. I, I read somewhere it was. Like you could put a certain number of cards from your hand on the top of your deck, and then and then uh, restart your turn. Hmm. Which could be interesting. So we have some of our grades restriction, but then when this restriction is mitt, I put like the two crits I have back in my hand. I have an extra turn. Yes. Okay. There's something like that. Well, it, it was something like, like like put the top three or top four, like put three or four cards from the top of your deck uh, from your hand to the top of your deck and restart your turn. Mm. So you have your say your stand and draw phase, so you draw something, and then then you know your drive check is going to be like a crit and a crit or a crit and a heal or whatever you want it to be. Yeah, but don't at the end of the turn you would have to put retire the rear guard unless you don't go into the end phase. Uh, it could be that, but but I, but at that point, well, no, you would retire the grade four, but then you could just if you know you have another one in your in your deck. Actually, even better if you put. Uh, one, a grade four from your hand uh, as one of the two or three cards on the top of your deck, and, mm-hmm. but you, d- you you put it so it's not the one that you draw. You put it at the bottom of the stack. Yes, exactly. You could do that, and then with Lost Legend skill, discard something that equals grade three from your hand, and then just know that it's on top of your deck and just go back into it, mm-hmm. which could be you know pretty good. Does Lost Legend specify he has to shuffle? Um. I don't remember actually. I'll double check that. Okay, because if he shuffles, then then everything I just said is for, is a farce and doesn't make any sense. But if he doesn't shuffle, that'd be hilarious. Well, no, he no no he has to shuffle because he says search your deck for uh, a grade four and ride it. No, he he has to shuffle. If he doesn't shuffle, shuffle your deck. Well, okay, so I mean at that point you're putting a trigger back into your deck anyways. So potentially two, potentially two triggers. So I mean you know, but but again that's just my crazy like. Tinfoil speculation theories. theories. Exactly. So, yeah. All right. And that'll do it for Gear Chronicle. Yep. That's everything we have for Gear Chronicle for that's, this week. I'd say it's a pretty solid round. Definitely. Yeah, right. we, we at least have a better idea of, like, how the grade four mechanic is going to work. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what exactly it entails. We have a better hope that's not going to completely break the game in half. <sighs> Here's hoping. Probably will, but, you know. Yeah. We'll deal with it. All right. Like we deal with everything. Since Peter's not here, you want to do Genesis? I'll take care of Genesis, sure. Because there was nothing great nature, like, significant this week. There was, like, that, there, there was a grade two that says if it intercepts, it gets 10k shield. That card's a fucking liar, by the way. Yeah, so it's its name is Toolbox Wallaby, but, like, and it's card art. It's it. First of all, it doesn't, it doesn't even look like a wallaby. It looks like, it looks like a capybara, first mm-hmm. of all. And second of all... The supposed toolbox that he has is like brimming with like pens and pencils and stuff. It looks like he has like a he has like a freaking pencil case 
and not like a toolbox. So I'm like, what are you even doing? So, so like, Connor, Connor and I were discussing this before the podcast uh, started. Uh, he said that he didn't like it because, like, it has nothing to do with toolboxing as a game mechanic. Yeah. I said I didn't like it because it doesn't even have a freaking literal toolbox. So it's lying on every single front. Exactly. And I'm like... Just I'm, like a politician. Can we not make this show political? Well, it's not political if I don't mention someone specific. Who, like Donald Trump? God damn it. <laughs> Oh, it's fun. All right. Anyways, so so uh, presidents aside, uh, we now have <laughs> presidents or presidents. Uh, no, presidents. Okay, not presidents. Continue. Whatever. Uh, so we have first of all a grade three thirteen k common named goddess of Milky Way, Pleone, Pleone, Ple- plebs. Sure, let's go with that. Uh, she ha- she says, auto on vanguard and rearguard. When placed, look at three cards from the top of your deck, put a card from among them into your soul, and put two cards from-, from among them on the top of your deck in any order. Like, this is pretty okay for a common. It- she is super okay. If she only worked on vanguard, she'd be the worst thing ever. Yeah. But, like, a- actually, no, if she was on vanguard and she had a force marker, yeah. she would at least be, like, a rare. And then she'd be really good. Mm-hmm. Like, really good. She'd be, like, the best rare Genesis ever had. Oh, yes. So, I mean, just being able to, like, you know, stack your deck and also, like, you know, thin a card out from your deck is mm-hmm. really, really nice. Especially since, you know, building up your soul is going to be, like, even more important now with not only Soul Blast costs, but also uh, with working towards getting more Divinity Gauge. Mm-hmm. Or, sorry, Godly Equip Gauge. As more GGs. More GGs. So... Uh, like, depending on what Himiko does, because I feel like Himiko will potentially be, like, one of those VRs that's, like, a two to three of. Most likely. Because Artemis is just so good. Yes. So I can see this being played as, like, a one of. Uh, yeah, I can see this being one at most two of. Yeah. Anything more, you, you might start to brick. Mm-hmm. Just a little bit. Because it doesn't have a mark. I, if it had a mark, it'd be so good. Yeah. So, so it'd good. It'd be, like, the ghoulish despoiler of Genesis. Oh, yeah. That, that, that card is just a rare, but it's, like, the best thing ever. Yeah. It, it's the... So what does the spoiler actually do? I played against you in a match, and you used the spoiler every single turn. Okay. I don't remember what it does. So the spoiler, on place, on Vanguard, he has the he has the protect marker firstly. Yeah. Counter blast one, soul charge two. Yeah. Choose a grade two or less from your soul and add it to your hand. That's really good. Yeah. And then Vanguard, if you have ten or more in your soul, he gets plus 10k during your turn, and when he attacks, you retire a rear guard. That's, like, super good, actually. Yeah. Yeah, that, that, that's just like, you want to be on that almost all the time. Mm-hmm. Almost. Unless you go for the kill turn with Death Anchor. And if you ride Death Anchor first, you're crying. You cry a lot. You do cry. That's why I've kind of upped Ghoulish a spoiler from a 2 to 3 of. Yeah. Mind you, by the way, uh, riding Death Anchor in premium... Is the best thing is ever. Is the best thing ever. Riding him in standard, you you want to die. <laughs> you just want to die. <laughs> No, okay, so, so like, that was more, more so for context. Yeah. No, so, like, it, it, yeah, just more so if she had a, a if, if Pleon had a force marker, she'd be the best thing ever. Yeah, but right now she's just good. She's just very okay. Mm-hmm. She, she, she does what she needs to do for the deck. Yeah. Exactly. All right, and then we have our final card. We have Strong Bow of Starry Knight, Ulixes. He is a grade 2 10k common. And he says, auto on rearguard, at the end of the battle that it attacked a vanguard, cost, put this unit into your soul, draw a card, and soul charge one. That's pretty good. 
I really like this card. Like, this is just a common, again. Exactly. Like, I feel like this should be a rare. Oh, no, absolutely. But, like, so... There, there are a few things going for this card. First of all, it gets, it gets stuff out of the way, which yeah. I'm going to actually, I'll be real with you. In standard, getting stuff out of the way typically isn't actually as good as you might think it is. Yeah, yeah. But, like, in some matchups, it's especially good because, like, you know your opponent's going to either, like, kill it or, mm-hmm. like, you know, do something else to it. So just being able to get your use out of it and get the extra draw off and, like, dig deep into your deck for what you need yeah. is going to be really, really nice for the deck. No, Andrew, you said Nemin's the freest thing ever. I think this thing's even freer. Potentially. Potentially. Because, because, I mean, at the very least, like, I mean, it's more so for context, because, like, Ulixis just kind of, you know, recycles himself and gets you another card in your hand, as opposed to Nemin, who, like, has the potential to... And another card to, in your soul. Yeah, and, and a card in your soul. But Nemin, you can call herself just by resting herself. In mm-hmm. sure, she loses the ability, but not many clans. You know, I, I, you know, Kagero right now. Other than Kagero, like no one has any way to like really get at your stuff. Yeah, unless you're like you know Murakumo and you call out the grade two that says that you you, you pick a unit and it, it can attack the back row. Fushimi. So, yes, yeah, Fushimi. That's the one. Um. Other than that, like Kagero and maybe Spike Brothers, if Siegfried ever hits, yeah. except it never hits. Uh, Siegfried, uh, what else is there in terms of retire? There's Blaster Blade. <laughs> Blaster Blade only kills the front row. All right. Well. Well. Uh, you- now I remember why Blaster Blade didn't actually do anything in the deck. Exactly. I mean, there's a, there's also Shadow Paladin. Which you know, well, you know that that could if it's a it's a mirror match if it's a mirror yeah. match I should, I should say. But what I'm saying is that Nemin can get th- like three, four cards out of the deck inst- like not instantly, but like over the course of a few turns, and then just be fuel for PBD. Exactly. Which which is why like in context, like in terms of relevance to the deck, like I feel like Nemin is stronger than than Ulixis here. Yeah. But Ulixis like he does what he needs to do. Mm-hmm. Only thing uh, uh, that I think is also just a little bad about putting him into the soul as his cost is that if if you need an attacker and you want him uh, to to like stay on your rear guard, yeah, you you have to make a choice between like, eh, do I want to do this and get the draw and soul charge, or do I need this for next turn, either as an interceptor or just as a unit that can just sit there. That's really heavy on how your hand is set up. I- exactly. So, I mean, we don't know how much Genesis is going to be able to gain a hand. Like, we have this card that so far, like, yeah. allows you to, like, keep your hand consistent. For no cost. For no cost, which is really good. Yeah. But, again, it's it's more so, like, just in context with the deck in question, and we need to see, like, what the rest of the deck can bring to the table so that we know how Ulixis fits into the overall picture. Yeah. So, yeah. That's my opinion on Ulixis, at least. I don't know. I like Ulixis a lot. I feel like this is kind of propelling that thing, like, Genesis is going to probably have, like, two split kind of decks. Mm-hmm. One that focuses on the gauge. Yeah. With Artemis? Yeah. Whereas I feel like Himiko is going to do, like, the standard really big soul-blasting costs. Perhaps. So here's the thing, right? We've talked a lot about the idea of Bushiroad creating, like, multiple deck archetypes already in standard. (laughs) I'm not going to lie to you. Only one deck, actually, that I've seen so far really drives home the idea of having multiple deck archetypes. Yeah. That's Murakumo. Mm Mm-hmm. Murakumo is the only one where it's like, oh, you can just run... Um, Mandala Lord? Y- yeah, uh, uh, Mandala Lord and Musashi, and just completely forget about Zanbaku if you don't want to run the Zanbaku engine. Yeah. But if you want to, like, really, like, you know, drive home, like, how much you want to kill your opponent, 
y- you put in the Zanbaku engine and like put and uh, you know drive down a little bit either on either Mandala Lords or Mus- uh, Musashi's. Yeah. So, but like both decks, I've seen can actually do really really well and can, mm-hmm. can perform more so Zanbaku, but but um, Mandala Lord and Musashi, which is like a separate deck list, which which just focuses more on cloning your own units and getting stuff out for nearly for free to attack with. Yeah, is really really good. Mm-hmm. So, but other than that, I haven't really seen any other deck or like any other clan really drive that idea home of like, you know, being able to uh, support multiple deck ideas. Most decks usually, or most clans that have like produced decks so far, have only had one real way of like playing. Yeah, because those are like, that's the big thing when Aqua Force came out was like, you have the Maelstrom build, you have the Naval Gazer build. Except, except Peter revolutionized the idea of, you know, running both Maelstrom and Naval Gazer at the same time. And it time. works to great effect. And it works fantastically. Mm-hmm. And then we talk about Nova Grappler a lot as, like, just the worst clan. Yeah. But that's only for the perfect Riser build. Exactly. Like, the Ashura Kaiser build can get in there and has been getting in there. Yes. Very true. Because, like, you, you make use off of your quote-unquote useless drive checks that aren't triggers. Yeah. Because, you, you, like, at least that drive check is getting you another attack. Mm-hmm. So, um, that's the main thing where, like, you just have these certain clans that, like, but I feel like a majority of the clans right now can only really support one actual deck. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, uh, I mean, for example, the Grand Blue deck, like, it's always Baskirk. It's all Baskirk. It's always Baskirk. It's all Baskirk. Just for example, Tachikaze, it's all Gigarex. It's all Gigarex. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, you could argue Royal Paladin, I suppose. You could do, like... It's a, like, Soul Saver or or Alfred. Yeah, but here's the thing. Like, I've seen some people run, like, like a cheesy, like, full rushdown build where you go, full like, four Alfred early, like, two regular yeah. Alfreds, and you just get in there. Yeah. Which, you know, could work. Could work. Could work. Uh, but, but, yeah. But uh, that's just what I'm saying, right? So... <laughs> We do talk a lot about the idea of, like, Bushiroad supporting multiple deck archetypes, and, like, maybe they'll do that with Genesis. I personally see it more as you're probably going to be running, like, four Himiko, uh, maybe three to four Artemis, and maybe one to, <clears throat> one to two Pleon. 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 Or Pleoni. However you pronounce it. Whatever. Is it a play Point on is, words? What? A play on words. Pl- Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. So, uh, even without seeing Himiko, I'm just making a prediction, just a, an educated guess that Himiko is probably going to be like a VR where like you want to ride this. Just just some specs, some speculation. The Onis. Exactly. I mean, even Gear Chronicle, like like their VR is, may not even be a four of because you know it's a grade four that you can't normally see. Yeah. Unless you unless you uh, draw into a Lost Legend. Mm-hmm. So you know. Uh, again, we just have to see for that. Yeah. And that'll do it. That is our last clan of the week. Yeah, that's pretty much all the reveals that we got for you. We actually managed to make that go for like 30 minutes. That's pretty good, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Without actually getting off topic. Fantastic. This is revolutionary. What do you mean this is revolutionary? Like, we never like cover all of the stuff in good time without going off topic. I mean, yeah, but... Huh. 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 So anyway, art. Oh, yeah, so... Uh, on to our our next discussion for the day. Mm-hmm. We're talking about art. We're talking about how stuff yeah. looks, uh, what pleases us, what, what stuffs and looks and nice and like tickles us right in that little bone that's like hit me with another one. Excuse me. <laughs> hit me with another one. Another one. 
Oh, I hit my mic. I'm so sorry. <laughs> hit him with another one. I didn't mean to hit the mic. I meant to hit you. That's why I'm on the opposite side of the table. <laughs> uh, I apologize if I messed up anybody's ears by hitting my mic. No worry. We can fix it in post. Fair enough. But anyways, uh, no. So I have brought up a list of all the clans in the game, and we'll go by them one by one and just sort of like generally discuss how they look and whether we like them or not. Yeah. So first up, we got Royal Paladin. Like, I'm not going to lie to anyone involved. Royal Paladin's like... The blaster style really bores me. I agree it, because because like the blaster style, it's it's um it's very reminiscent of kind of like Tron, yeah. where like everything is just sort of uh it's very very sleek sort of like very sleek very like white yeah, it, yeah like like it's it's the definition of a white knight literally <laughs> I don't mean that in like the in the like societal term of a white knight, I mean like literally a knight in shining armor yeah. with glistening white armor. I don't know. Blaster Blade kind of is Alfred's personal white knight. True, but but like I mean I I, I mean I like I like medieval stuff and I like yeah. I, li- I do like knights, but this style of knight just kind of like it's me. not medieval knight. It's not medieval. It's honestly kind of futuristic knight. It, it's futuristic. That's what it is. It's a futuristic spin on like Alfred and like of, 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 King of, Arthur. Uh, King Arthur. Sorry, of King Arthur and yeah. like his round table, sort of. That's like I don't like the people. I like the animals. Uh, oh yeah, like uh, well, I mean, so Royal Paladin's other thing, along with um, knights. Uh, so Royal Paladin, Shadow Paladin, and Gold Paladin all seem to have like a. Like theme altogether of you know working together with beasts, yeah, n- namely dogs, the high beasts, the high beasts. So, well, I mean, well, I mean, dogs are high beasts, but not all high beasts are dogs, and not all dogs are high beasts. That's what I just said. No, you said not all high beasts are dogs. Yeah, and I said not all dogs are high beasts. Yes, that's two separate things. Yes. Yes. So yes. continue your thought. But anyways, <laughs> uh, so and and like I mean, like Royal Paladin dogs are just sort of like you know more of your standard esque like like wolves and like regular yeah. doggos. Shadow Paladins are more like you know uh, uh, sleek like black like Dobermans and mm-hmm. and that all that crap. And uh, Gold Paladins are like I I think they're more like armored dogs and like yeah. Um, what's the word? Like. I, I, I could have sworn I saw like a, at least one Corgi one of the, in one, Gold Paladin. Like one of the major Gold Paladin units for a long time during G was a fucking pug. Oh, oh, oh Balorgal! Yes. Oh, I love that card so much. Man just says like, what, what is he? What is that? Like plus five or something? Plus five on, on Unite. On Unite? That's so good. Mm-hmm. It's the best thing ever. Until Reagan happened. Until Reagan. But that's Reagan. Reagan smash. Reagan smash. Something something. Uh, what is it? Uh, Reagan's the the... She's the one that gets resist. She she has resist, and on unite she gets plus three. Okay, that's very okay. Is, is she an AK? No, she's a nine K. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Mm, so she's a twelve K attacker on her own. That's pretty okay. She was there for Link Joker meta. Uh, oh, I remember Link Joker meta. Oh, that was not a fun time. It was not. It was not a fun time for anyone aside from Victor and Thavis. Because they were the only ones who could actually do anything. Yeah. Good times. Not good times. Good times. <laughs> no, so, so, however, I know, however, wh- what tickles your fancy in Royal Paladin. Well, aside, I do like the guard dragons. Uh, 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 oh, well, like Sanctuary Guard and, like... Like Sanctuary Guard, like Brave Lancer Dragon. Yeah, like all those guys that are just, like, hulking, like, like brilliant-looking dragons. Yeah, and like, stuff. I'm not usually a dragon guy, but that, that tickles my fancy. Fair enough. 
Fair enough. But the real thing that gets me in Royal Paladin is fucking Alt Mile. Oh, Alt Mile. Oh, Alt Mile. Like, you can attest to this, like, the Arabian, like, kind of desert night style look yeah. is a lot cooler than Blaster Blades, like, like. It's a thing of, like, all of the, like, original units in Royal Paladin, like, with the blaster engine and stuff like that, they all look so, like, you know, heavily restricted and, yeah. like, you know, with these, like, clanking, like, big weapons and stuff. However, in Alt Mile, they've got more, like, you know, cutlasses and scimitars and, like, they got more skin showing because, because like, they're out in the desert Fucking and stuff Fucking like has got lightsabers. Exactly. So, like, they're, they're supposed to be way more fast, like. They're, they're more fast, agile, like. Uh, they're also, like, because I always felt like a lot of p- people in, like, the, like, blaster part of Royal Paladin mm-hmm. are kind of, like, noble-ish. Yeah. Whereas Alt Miles group is, a, is commoners. Y- yeah, Alt Miles group are more, like, ragtags, mm-hmm. sort of, like. Like, Alt Miles himself, in his lore, is a commoner who was just that good of a knight that he was able to become, like, a captain. Exactly. And eventually become the like the second in command of the sanctuary, which is really freaking cool. Yeah. So yeah. And his entire crew was just there backing him up. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's pretty cool. I agree. I agree. As much as I like dislike his play style and stuff, I gotta admit his look is pretty pretty nice. Mm-hmm. Like higher deity, especially, it looks really good just from how sleek it looks. Yeah, because like he's like on the steps of like the United Sanctuary's like city and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And then I also like uh, Tank and Tomp alt mile. Who? What? Like the GR alt mile that was like. No, it was the second alt mile stride. Which one? Uh, the one that was like for every face up copy of Aerial Divine alt mile, your front row gets plus two. Oh, is that is that um um transcending the heavens? Yeah. Oh, oh, that guy. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh no, his art is is phenomenal. He's just such a wild looking knight. Yeah, like with, like the huge ass Buster swords in the cross shape with ma- like the ma- man's dual wielding swords. He's dual wielding Buster swords, which is really freaking cool. And they've got like little tips on the end of them, so if like even he hits you with a blunt edge, he can still like pull it in and stab you. Absolutely. No, no, very, very, very cool. I like it. Mm-hmm. And Fetus also sp- like stands out as one of my favorites. Oh yeah. Well, well, I mean, Fetus also has a lot of, like, backstory, yeah. like, you know, with, like, with Altmile and the Royal Paladins. I really like Immortal Sword Fetus's art, mm-hmm. but not Blazing Sword Fetus. It looks kind of plain. But Blazing Sword Fetus, like, he looks um, more, so be, because, like, it's more simple. Yeah. Uh, as opposed to, like, Immortal, immortal Sword Fetus, who it, it look, just literally, literally looks like, like a deity. Like, like, yeah. Like a godlike, like, knight figure. <laughs> it's like a fully awakened Fetus. Exactly. Whereas, like, Blazing Sword, he's just kind of, like, waking up. He's, like, holding his sword like this. And by this, you mean, like, he's holding it in one hand while Like, he his... has, like, his hand against the other blade. Like, he's, like, getting himself reacquainted with it because it's been a long time. Yeah, he, he's, like, holding the sword, like, hilt in one hand while, like, while like admiring the, 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 the like, length of the blade in his mm-hmm. other hand. Whereas with so... the Mortal Sword Feeds, he's, like... He's got like angelic light behind him. He's holding the sword up victoriously. Yeah, because he's he's back into it. He's, he's not like, like we're gonna force them to use two cards per attack, and that'll be really good. <laughs> <laughs> you see that twelve card hand? I don't think so. <laughs> no, yeah. So no, no, just generally good art. Yeah, generally good art for in the alt mile archetype. Mm-hmm. I mean, like Blaster's art isn't bad. Yeah, it's just. Not that appealing to me. Uh, I, I remember when, uh, or rather, if Peter were here, he'd be talking about Jewel Knights. Like, Jewel Knights art in general I also like, but not as much as Alt Mile. Well, well I mean, Jewel Knights uh, have sort of like the blaster thing going on, but yeah. their thing is is that it's more so a group of women mm-hmm. who, who are also knights. Yeah. Which, which, I mean, is pretty cool. 
So, you know. I mean, it's it doesn't tickle my fancy, but I know it tickles Peter's fancy. Yeah. So, each their own, I suppose. <laughs> and then we got Shadow Paladin. Shadow Paladin, I mean, I kind of feel the, the same way about Shadow Paladin as I do for a lot of Royal Paladin's look. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, and what I find interesting is actually is that there's one certain archetype of Royal Paladin that you like, mm-hmm. and I don't really care much about Royal Paladins, but there's one certain sh- uh, archetype of Shadow Paladin that I like, but I think you don't really care all that much about I'm Shadow pretty Paladin. indifferent. Exactly, which is what I figured. Yeah. So, so the main thing that I want to talk about is Luard. Like, the thing I most like in Shadow Paladin is Claret Sword. W- because, you know... It's Claret Sword. Yeah, it's Claret. He's really cool. Yeah, he's a giant hulking dark dragon with mm-hmm. with a blood encrusted sword. Yeah, and I also like the Orgeyser lines. Like, yeah, well, I mean, was always interesting because he he looks like like a dark knight, but he's like riding like I don't know what the hell it is. It's it's a gigantic like skeleton hum- dragon, humongous like is it a skeleton? Dragon? No, it's skeleton horse. Yeah, it's a skeleton horse, armored skeleton horse. I will say, armored skeleton horses. That's good. That's, that's a, a good really good shit. look, which is like really really cool. Now I'm thinking back to like chaotic because one of my favorite battle gears in that game was like the skeletal steed, mm-hmm. which was just this demonic-looking skeleton horse that you can ride. That's really cool, and its artwork just showed it in like this massive wasteland. Yeah, that's pretty cool. With like fucking, I remember there was like a skeleton like right behind it. So I get you. And it just like always looks so cool to me. It was just really practical too. But. Oh, definitely. But back to Luard. N- no, but but Luard. Luard has the look that, that like, I actually, so, so Luard is, and we joked about Luard in, in the past where he is just the edgiest boy, mm-hmm. like, ever, but, like, I kind of grew to like him, because, like, it, it, he exists for the purpose of edginess, and when something is just so edgy that it knows that it's edgy, yeah. th- like, like, wh- like, like, he's I don't self-aware like, edgy. Yes, yeah, self-aware edginess, that's good, that's really good. And he's just generally a really cool-looking wizard aesthetic. Yeah, because, like, and that's another thing, like, similar to, to Altmile, where, like, you know, normal Shadow Paladin stuff is always, like, you know, sort of, like, sleek, like, sort of black, like, luster armor and stuff like that. Black or purple. Y- yeah, darker purple. Uh, Luard, he's got more, li- like, you know, flowing robes and the wizard hat. And, and like, like, the dragon arm. Yeah, the freaking dragon arm? One of his arms is literally, like, like a dragon arm encrusted yeah. with power. It's so cool. All right, but how do you feel about Luard's dragon forms themselves? Um, so, Drag Driver, who is just, like, in a, a slightly ascended form of... Luard? Of, of Luard is very okay. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's literally, like, like, um... Luard, but just with more dragon bits. It, it, it's Luard, but but with, like, you know, wings and, like, just generally more powerful. Yeah. Uh, then there's Drag Strider? Yeah. I believe. And Drag Strider is, like, he's still got, like, the humanoid thing going on, but he has gone full dragon. Mm-hmm. At this point, and and that that's a look I do kind of like actually. It's not his complete feral form. It, exactly, he's not gone full feral as unlike Dragabis. No, I like Dragabis. Dragabis is phenomenal because man has gone literally full like full hulking like I will eat you, dragon. Thank you, Gize. <laughs> exactly, like like uh, all the other ones at least have like a humanoid like hum- like human look to it. Mm-hmm. But not not Dragobus. Dragobus literally is a, a a giant hulking dark dragon, along with dra- Dragfall, uh, along with Dragfall and, and, and Dragfall. Oh, here's the thing: I, I was never a fan of the the original Luard's mm-hmm. art because like he, he looked just very simple and plain, and like he's just kind of doing something with his hands. Like there wasn't a lot of personality in it. There wasn't a lot of personality. The design was good. The design was okay. It was great, and I, I, I like the colors as well because it, it has like a black, purple, and green sort of look to mm-hmm. it, which 
purple and green are my or green and purple are my favorite colors. Yeah. So like that look really was was nice to me. Dragfall. Dragfall has like th- this like sort of like like almost eldritch kind of like uh, dark purple slash mm-hmm. magenta almost. It's like, this look supernatural it. like not worldly purple. Exactly, and, and otherworldly purples look phenomenal. But we'll get more into that when we get to Stargate. Exactly, and Dragfall's like expression also is phenomenal because like he has pretty much been fully corrupted by Gizeh at this point, and it just has this look of a sadistic murderer. Uh, oh no, oh no, because like the the original one, like he at least looks like you know he he looks cocky in the original one. Yeah, and the new one, he has com- completely lost his mind, and he's holding his hand up like evilly above. It, like it, exactly, it, it's so so good. Like he's kind of bending backwards too, like looking down at them. It, yeah, it, it's a thing of. Um, so uh, Connor, Connor and I are both broadcasting majors. Yeah, uh, and we and we've learned a lot in terms of like you know y- you know taking film and like body and, language. Yeah, like body language as well as like making characters either look more Im- you know imposing or weaker. Yeah, and when, generally when you shoot something from a low angle, you take a picture from a low angle. Mm-hmm. Whatever is at the lo- whatever is in frame at the low angle looks even more imposing and dominant. Mm-hmm. Especially if he's like bending backwards, like not even looking at you. Exactly, and and Dragfall is like is at a is at like a lower angle, mm-hmm. so it, it it looks phenomenal, mm-hmm. as well as his like his like you know band of like drag wizards and stuff yeah. like that, which is just really cool. Something I always forget with Luard is I forget he's blonde. He he is a blondie. Like I usually associate him with black hair just because Kazuma. That's the only time we really see him. Yeah, uh, Kazuma being uh, the guy that plays him in the anime, mm-hmm. and I kind of like the black haired look for him better. Uh, no, no, definitely, I like it too. But like, it's it's how the car was. It's what it is. Yeah, but the blonde look isn't bad. Yeah, I get you. Uh, does that do it for Shadow Paladin? That pretty much does it for Shadow Paladin. I mean, like th- Revengers th- look very okay to me. Th- th- there, there's Revengers. There's um, th- th- there's the multiple. There's the multitude of different dark dragons we have, like like Raging Form. I do kind of like Raging Form, and like, aside from Claret Sword, and like Drag Ruler, and yeah. like yada yada. You know, we have Spectral Duke. Spectral Duke Dragon. I do like Spectral Duke. He's Spectral okay. Duke's cool. Yeah. And then wait, we have Vortimer too. Oh yeah, we have Vortimer. Completely forgot about Vortimer. Vortimer looks really good. Uh, oh no, definitely. I, I believe it's more associated with, with with like the whole Diablo line, right? Yeah, yeah. Which is, I mean, it, it had its heyday, so like, yeah, still looks really good though. Oh no, absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And now I guess we got Gold Paladin. Gold Paladin. I I'm sorry, I don't have much to say about Gold Paladin. I really don't care for Gold Paladins, to be real with you. Like, I like Gold Paladin more than most people, but its visual sect is kind of just okay to me. Yeah, I, the the only thing you really like is the Gurgit sect, where like yeah, I love the really golden armor with like the sen the sun emblem like right in the middle, like Kimnaris. That man like looks perfect to me. Oh yeah, definitely because like uh, Kimnaris has like a thing. It is a grade two that has like this. It, it almost looks like he has like the sun in embedded his, in, in his armor, which is really cool. Just really cool. Gurgit in general looks really cool. I said this before. I like his stride artwork a lot. Yeah, I also like second Gurgit's art. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, uh, in, in just in the sense with that the, like with the with the sun armor still on, but he's got the cloak like a fucking commander. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh no no like it's a thing of like it's not that it looks bad. It's mm-hmm. just I have nothing to say on mm-hmm. it because like I just don't really care for the clan or the archetype or the 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 looks as it, that are found in the clan. But let me tell you, I am super indifferent to Ezel. I uh, yeah, I really don't care about Ezel that much. 
I fucking... He's just a guy showing off his midriff with a Super Saiyan hair. Yeah, it's... I like Garmore more, though. Oh, oh no, definitely. Like, I feel like Garmore's a lot cooler than Ezel. Definitely. No, yeah, so, like... I, I know Ezel has, like, a lot of, like, you know, he has a special place in a lot of the gold powder players' hearts, especially because, like, Aichi used him in the anime. He's the OG. He, he is the OG, which, you know, I, I mean, you can't really, like, you know, mess with the OG, but mm-hmm. <sighs> he's just, he's very not interesting. He's just, just generally very okay. He's generally very okay. Yeah. 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 Uh... Then where do you want to go from here? Do you want to go to Angel Feather next? Because I feel like we have, like, the least to say about Angel Feather. Okay. Which is just, like, it generally just looks good. It, I mean, for for what the clan is, it looks very, very nice. Mm-hmm. Because, you, I, I, I mean, like, in terms of the women themselves, like, they all look absolutely gorgeous. Look at Gavri- Looks at Gabrielle. Gavrielle is, is very pretty. I, I, also find, I also find Nociel very cute. Mm-hmm. So, you know, go figure. Like I love the little uh, robots, especially because that's me. Uh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. L- like like a uh, Refros and um the building transformers. Oh yeah, l- l- like uh, one of the cards that we talked about, uh, the mobile hospital. Yeah, that, that card's phenomenal. Like I love man, man's literally a transformer, but he's like a hospital. Yeah, it's like I love building formers and city formers and transformers. Yeah, like Metroplex. Definitely. So being able to see that a little bit, just just feels good. Yeah, oh no, absolutely, absolutely. And then we got OTT. OTT, um, it's a thing of, I like the, I like what they're trying to do in the sense yeah. that like, I mean, oh, actually we could, we could probably like pull OTT and Genesis into the same, like, you know, mm-hmm. sort of discussion because I mean, Genesis was created as like to be a successor to OTT almost. Mm-hmm. It's the gold paladin to the royal paladin. Yes, Exactly. Because, like, in in a way, like, they're both fortune-telling clans. They're yeah. all about, like, predicting predicting the future and stuff like that. The significant uh, difference is what mythology they choose to represent. Yes, because I believe, uh, what is it, Genesis has more to do with... Greek and Norse. Greek and Norse mythology, and uh, OTT is more Chinese and, like, Japanese yes. uh, mythology. <laughs> That's why a lot of OTTs are, like, we are shrine maidens. Yeah, yeah like, shrine maidens and stuff like that, as opposed to... Um, like, uh, uh, for example, a uh, good example in Genesis, um, uh, the Fenrir line. <laughs> the Fenrir line or, like, the Artemis line, which are just, like, smaller gods. Exactly. Exactly. So, so like, I, I mean, it, it it certainly has, like, a waifu-like thing going on as well. Where especially like, if you're, like, in the Battle Sisters. I, I, oh, yeah, especially. Uh, like, w- we had that, uh, or, or, like, I forgot to mention that with Angel Feather, but, like, waifu tax is real mm-hmm. in, in these clans. I feel like Angel Feather has it the most, though. Oh, no, absolutely. Because literally everything in there is an attractive woman, a dog, or a robot. I mean, actually, th- there are some male angels, funny enough. But do people talk about them? No. No, they don't. <laughs> I think they're more. I think they're like vanillas more so than they are like things with actual skills. Yeah. Only one I can remember is like is Surgery Angel. I think I, I think Surgery is a male. He was a stand trigger, so like I don't actually don't remember. I, I believe he's a male. Potentially. But, but anyways, no. But like OTT and Genesis like have like all, pretty much the same look going for them. It's just their it's just what, what mythology they represent. Yeah. In terms of OTT, I like Ami. Amaterasu. Yeah, I don't like Imperial Daughter. Imperial Daughter, it looks so weird. Like, like the wings thing, I don't get it. I, neither do I. 
I'm not sure like what they were going for with that look. Like I don't understand. Neither do I. Like Sukuyomi, I can get behind that. Oh, Sukiyomi, I I love Sukiyomi. She's absolutely adorable. Sukiyomi and Magus, I'm also pretty good behind. Yeah, because like, well, I mean, Magus has like a weird thing going on where they they're, they're like all about shapes. Yeah, but they just have shapes like the, everywhere. Like, which I guess is kind of like cute or mm-hmm. neat, I guess. But but Sukiyomi, her thing is that she's supposed to, she's supposed to be like, I think she's like she's some kind of like not a pop idol, but like she she's like she's like a well known like like head of like a business mm-hmm. or something like that, and she she's like she's like the mascot almost. Yeah. Which, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. But I will say, I do, out of all of OTT, I do really love Susano's look. Susano, yeah. I, 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 You've told me about how much you like Susano. I've come to the realization that Susano is, like, kind of similar to Alt-Mile in terms of Royal Paladin. Because mm-hmm. it's, like, he has kind of a really informal kind of, like, battle-geared look. Yeah. And a lot of his, like, units follow in that. I get you. And I just like that look as opposed to, like, the more buttoned-up, like, traditional-looking, like... Stuff like Amaterasu or Imperial Daughter. Yes, absolutely. No, I mean, I mean, it, it's certainly like a, a more unique look, and I, I, I like. Um, yeah, that thing. I don't know what he, what I don't know how you describe like his hair because mm-hmm. like he's got like very like, not 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 like dreadlocks, but like there's a term for that somewhere. I just don't know. It. It, it, it's a generally it's a very large like head of hair. Very large, very messy. It, which that kind of style I I do like mm-hmm. I I like his style a lot. Yeah, I also just love the like the personality he portrays in all of his various arts. Yeah, because like it's clear that he is like he is one like confident son of a bitch. He is one confident like really powerful being. Yeah, he just never gets to do anything, unfortunately. And he ends up causing more trouble for Amaterasu. Yes, because she's still the head of the company. Yes, which I find really funny. Yeah, yeah, because like she's like trying trying to like run the company and stuff, and meanwhile her brother, who's like a lazy sack of shit, just comes in and is like, "Hey, Ami, how's it going?" Yeah, Susano is literally the guy Ami just calls in when she needs something to be fought. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. And everyone else in OTT kind of like thinks of him the same way, except for his loyal followers. <laughs> yeah, I get you. And I just find that entire dynamic like really nice. It, it, it's it's funny. It's, it's a funny. nice family dynamic. Yes. And then for Genesis, I like the Artemis line. Uh, Artemis, I mean, she's obviously based off of the the, uh, the Greek goddess. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, other than that, like there, there's what like Fenrir. There's I do like Fenrir's look. Oh, uh, uh, so funny thing, I completely forgot about them. Do, yeah. Do, do you remember the Myth Guardians? Holy fuck! Yeah, I forgot about them too. So, so th- there's a line in Genesis of like they're, they're like these like. Sort of robots, I guess you sort could call of them. Golems. They're they're like golems that that like that like protect like the fortune tellers. I guess. Yeah. I I I, <laughs> I don't completely understand it. I don't get it either. But like they're they're cool looking. I, I guess. guess. Uh, they never got enough support to where they could be really, really anything aside from just support. They were just support. They were just like, hey, it's a myth guardian, and we're like, what do they do? And I think all the myth guards and standard are triggers. They are. <laughs> Mostly. Was well, it? Is it just me, Kay? I I mm, I'm not sure actually. I'm, I wouldn't know off the top of my head. But but point is, point is they, they 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 never got enough to really be like a real archetype. Yeah. So you just throw them in if you like. I just really like the lore of this trigger. Exactly. Exactly. No efficient carp. Oh yeah, I remember efficient. I carp. I fucking love efficient carp to this day. 
Man is one of the most powerful uh, Oracle Think Tank cards I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Man is just a stand trigger, but he's just literally a fish. Yes. That, that lets you predict the future. He's a semi-armored fish. He is so efficient. A fish. And... <laughs> That's stupid. Okay. So which nation do you want to go for from here? Uh, I was th- I was thinking we we just go to go uh, go down the line uh, to Dragon Empire. All right, so we go into Kagero then. It's Kagero time. I don't care about Overlord. Overlord is like the worst thing ever. Sorry, sorry to tell you, Overlord players. Overlord's the worst thing ever. I know there's a lot of you. Man is just so boring. Like who cares? Like. I don't know, like, Overlord's so whatever. What's, what's interesting to me is that I like Overlord, but I don't like... Or, sorry, I, I don't like Overlord, but I like Blademaster. Mm-hmm. Because Overlord is a dragon with a sword. Yeah, and Blademaster, Blademaster is, is a dragon, is a dragon with, with a sword. sword. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It, it, I think it's just more so their play styles. Because yeah. Overlord's thing is beat down. He just wants to attack the stuff instead of just mm-hmm. blowing it up. Blademaster just wants to blow it up. Yeah. Which I like more. Uh, do you like the things around Blademaster more than Overlord? Like, Well, I mean, Overlord and Blademaster kind of have the same thing going for them where they have, like... Well, no, I mean, like, supporting. It's like, Overlord's always, like, affiliated with, like, Nahalem, Bar. Oh, yeah, I mean, he, he's got, like, just, like, the more OG units, but, like, Blademaster has, like, have more, like, you know, Dragon Dancers. Mm-hmm. You have and, more and stuff and like Dragon Shakur, Knights. Mabuti. Yeah, like, all, all people who ride dragons. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Because like, uh, the, the, and and again they they have like a sort of uh, alt mile thing going on where like they're more heavily armored but they're more like wild. Yeah, and they're more like you know. I feel like that was just the theme of the G bosses. They were more wild. Yeah, yeah they're more trigger happy and mm-hmm. and not in the you know ghetto critical trigger sense mm-hmm. because they're younger. They're less experienced. Exactly. As opposed to like everybody, as as opposed to the older units who kind of do things more by the books. Mm-hmm. And as they get older, they become like less trigger happy. Exactly. Which is a little bit interesting to think about when you think about yeah, it. Yeah, when you think about it, Altmile started out. I'm just using him as an example. Like, yeah, yeah. Because he started out as just a commander that wasn't well respected within the sanctuary because he was, like, mostly a commoner. Mm-hmm. But then in his second form, he, like, proved his worth during the war against, like, Demiurge and whatnot and, like, captured Fenrir and, like, showed off his power to the sanctuary. Yeah. And they came to respect him a lot and he became Grand Marshal. Absolutely. And then by the time Higher Deity rolled around, he had advanced in his sword art, sword like prowess. prowess and his like skill set so much. It came to the point where even like the deities of OTT were like, "We can't beat him." Mm-hmm. Which, which is really really cool. Yeah, it's watching them grow up. Yeah, which was just like a theme in G. I really appreciated. Yes, but but going back to Kagero, um, other than like Overlord and Blademaster, there's like what the Seal Dragons. I kind of like the seal dragons. Seal dragons are like they're they're more weird looking dragons, which yeah. like kind of like sits well with me. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like they never had much going for them, in my opinion. No, nah, it's just like dragons with talismans on them. Yeah, yeah. Other than that, like is, is, was there really anything else in Kagero? or like not significant? Hold on, just vortex dragon. Yeah, but he's just a flame dragon. He's just a flame... Like, everything else, like, in, over, in like, Kagero can describe as just a flame dragon. Yeah. So I feel like that's just it on Kagero. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't, I, don't know what you, I don't know what you guys want. Like, there isn't much to talk about in Kagero. All right, but next up, Narukami. Narukami. Let's talk about Narukami. Narukami, like, it is one of my favorite clans. I know. I love the Detonics line, despite how dumb they are. <laughs> they, they are the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Uh, I love Brawlers. Brawlers were, were are probably my personal favorite of the Narakami like archetypes mm-hmm. because like they like I, I mean it's a thing of like I never see much value in just like having to punch something to kill it if you can just kill it like normally yeah but like w- but brawlers take it to the next level where they're like yeah we're gonna punch them we're gonna punch the entire board at once at once because we can mm-hmm. so what I what I see this as like they took Vermilion's idea of like how to yeah. deal with rear guards and took it to the whole next level yeah so and Vermilion who uh, is another another Narakami unit a very beloved Narakami unit mind you might as well be the Narakami overlord oh yes uh, uh, but way more interesting than overlord yeah like Vermilion is like stacks up way better with me against Overlord. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because Vermilion has like an actual like interesting ability where not only does he have to like just punch one thing to restand, mm-hmm. instead of that he he attacks the entire front row. Yeah. Which is phenomenal. I'm like that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, so like n- n- no, I I generally just really like him mm-hmm. a lot. And then we have Vanquisher. <sighs> Vanquisher. I fucking love Vanquisher. You you love Vanquisher. I love Anquisher. I love all of his forms. I love his support, like, based around him. Like, Griselle, I really like her art. Martial Arts Dragon, I really like. Shatora. Yeah. I mean, so, Vanquisher's thing is that, like, he, he is just, like, he's just, like, a Dragonic general. Yeah. In the sense but that... But he's a really good general. Yeah, he's a general who, like, is more so, like, a, a part of a counteroffensive unit. Yeah. Because, like, Narakami's thing is as lightning dragons as opposed to flame dragons... Uh, they are more about you know not just getting in and like beating stuff up, but they're like they're like let them come to us and then we'll deal with them and we'll deal with them more efficiently. Exactly. So yeah, like I mean, like that's always been their thing. Like a lot of the time they had stuff like eradicators, like with yeah. um, uh, oh god, what's his name? What's his name? Mm. Oh my god, I I died to this guy so many times. <laughs> what the hell is his name? Oh. Mm. The, the guy that's, uh, uh, oh my god, why am I blanking on this guy's name? <laughs> it's the guy that, like, when when he misses, when, like, you guard his attack and it doesn't hit, he, he restands and, and gets crit. Uh, I think it was something Kaiser? Wait, what? No, 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 no. no th- th- that was, uh, what's his name? Um, you're thinking of, um, um, Dragonic Kaiser Vermilion. Yeah, I am so upset now that I'm blanking on this. What the hell is wrong with me? Oh my god, what is his name? He was an eradicator. Mm-hmm. Uh, crap. Uh, think, Andrew, think. No, but, but was point Descendant? Is, Descendant! That was his name, Descendant! That guy was so good. I, I'm sorry, and by so good, I mean so bad. <laughs> uh, no, 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 I mean, like, he, he's got, like, he, he nailed, like, the armored, like, lightning dragon look down yeah. perfectly. But, like, and then Vanquish is sort of just, like, you know. Half-armored. Half-armored, you know. Like, out of all of the, like, the new stride boss, I think Vanquisher is one of the most mature ones, like, right out of the gate. Yeah. Because he wasn't the one going out and randomly picking fights with people. Definitely. He was the one doing his duty and, like, no, he was the dude who was, like, because Dragon Empire is actually kind of racist. It is. It is. Especially against dragons who can't fly. Mm-hmm. And Vanquish was just, like. Come join my squadron, my brethren. Exactly. And I'm like, you are the best dude ever. Mm-hmm. No, but yeah. Like, I, I mean, I, I, is there anything else really in, in Narakami other than that? Or like... 
Let's see. We got Eradicators. Brawl. Oh, oh. Um, there, there was. There's Jared's favorite unit, a uh, Vowing Sword. Oh, there is Vowing Sword, and Gauntlet Buster. I don't care about Gauntlet Buster. No one likes Gauntlet Buster. No one likes Gauntlet Buster. <laughs> but but no, v- Vowing Sword. Yeah, that, that's a good card. Or like, I, I, that's a good unit because mm-hmm. like Vowing Sword's thing is like he is like just a dragon swordsman. Yeah. Like I, I, and yes, we talked about Dragon Swordsman in the past with like Overlord and, and Blade Master. No, he is the v- Dragon. He is the Swordsman. He like, is the. He is like, the. Yeah, exactly. He is the the Dragon the Dragonic Swordsman, mm-hmm. which is like, and, and he just looks phenomenal as well. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, what was it? I I believe he was like the preferred slash main unit like at the or for a time of Naoki, who was a guy in the anime. Uh, I love Naoki. Naoki is is a fan beloved like mm-hmm. character. Uh, but yeah, I hope the reboot doesn't screw him up. Me too. Me too. <laughs> All right, do you want to move on to... Um, I guess Tachikaze would be the next one. Tachikaze, yeah, sure. It's dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. Like, literally... Literally dinosaurs. What else do you want from us? No, it's literally dinosaur robots. There's, like, ancient dragons. There's, like, there's like rexes. There's rexes. There's destruction dragons. Uh, uh, well, destruction dragons are, like, that. that's more sort of a title than it is. Just, like, you know, mm-hmm. a an archetype, if you will. Mm-hmm. There's Gaia... I know you really like the original Gaia. I really do like original Gaia because it's so like different than every other like Tachikaze boss, which is a T Rex, giant T Rex slash Raptor uh, slash Velociraptor. But but no, Gaia is a Triceratops. Yeah, which is pretty cool. And like Triceratopses are like at least in my top five kind of favorite dinosaurs. I don't think I have a favorite dinosaur. I really like Ankylosaurs. Ankylosaurs are pretty cool. Uh, wait, would that mean that your favorite draw trigger is Sludge Ankylo? Yes. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> no, but like I also like the savages. Uh, oh no, the savages I really like because like I, I like I like cavemen and mm-hmm. I like the idea of like cavemen being like an army. Yeah, because like I, I, it, it's a weird thing where, where when like like you have a clan filled to the brim with dinosaurs and your favorite thing in the clan are not the dinosaurs. They're the things that kill and eat the dinosaurs, which is which is metal as hell. Yo, fucking killing giant. Oh yeah, we also have prehistoric mammals in here. Oh yeah, we do have prehistoric mammals. Yeah, yeah, like ancient birds and like like saber toothed tigers mm-hmm. and crap like that. Tank mammoth. Tank. Oh yeah, woolly mammoths. Mm-hmm. No, generally just like cool stuff like that. Yeah, just like Tachikaze in general. I feel like as the clan where I have the most consistent love of its artwork. Definitely. Uh, and then we got Marukumo and Nubatama. Once again, we can we can sort of pull these into the same thing, even though they have wildly different play styles. I can hear Peter screaming from the distance. Peter, we're sorry. We don't really care about Murakumo and or Nubatama. I kind of care about Murakumo. A little bit. I really don't care about Murakumo and or Nubatama. No offense, Peter. Yeah, it's like, and then for Murakumo, we got like, we got Zambaku. We got Dueling Dragons. You got Yasue. Mandala Lord. Uh, previously Magatsu. Magatsu. <laughs> previously <laughs> Mag- so, so, actually, fun fact, for anyone who doesn't know, we should have announced this earlier. Yeah. Uh... So some of the main bosses uh they showed for, all of them. Uh, it, sorry, so yeah, they, they've shown all of the bosses uh for for one of the upcoming sets for Miyagi Academy. Mm-hmm. Uh and that includes support for Nubatama. The card that's supported in that clan for Nubatama is Magatsu Storm. Magatsu Storm was a dragon from Murakumo. And then you think for a minute. Wait. Wait, so you so you're telling me that Bushiroad made a Murakumo card Nubatama. Yes. And didn't have to change the visual aesthetic at all. 
Um, yeah. Sure. That was my favorite day in the depot chat in a while. Mm-hmm. Just everyone ripping on Peter like that. Oh my goodness, yes. That, that was hilarious. No, but... Uh, I, I mean, people meme about Murakumo and Nubatama a lot. Yeah, we know. Yeah. We know. Bushiro knows too. Bushiro knows too, and they clearly made a joke about it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's generally just, you know, like, either humans that are ninjas or... Oh, de- and Shiryuki. Oh, and Shiryuki, who's just like a ghost. Who's a ghost girl. That's pretty That's pretty cute. Pretty, pretty cool. Cute. But but no, like, Nubatama and Murakumo, they are like... They're ninjas, and yeah. there are all kinds of ninjas. There's a- animal ninjas. There's human ninjas. There's dragon ninjas. Dragon ninjas. Demon uh, ninjas. Uh, g- ghost ninjas. Uh, s- stuff that like inhabits like s- like Japanese scrolls and stuff. A like yokai that. or two. Something like that. Uh, I-, I I don't know like. Just generally, like if it, if it's it, literally just add the word ninja to something. If it doesn't, if it run, if it does the Naruto run, like in the shadows, it's probably from Murakumo or Nubatama, or just the Kagebushin Jutsu. Something, something Kagebushin no Jutsu. Yes. Yada yada. Yada. I mean, what else do you want from us? That's literally mm. what the class. No, I will say, like my favorite thing from Murakumo is still Yasue. Yasue has probably one of the neatest looks because he's he's like he's just a he's not really a ninja per se. Like he's like a samurai ninja. Y- yeah, he's more of like a demonic li- li- like samurai, which is pretty cool. Yeah, and you can slowly see him getting more and more corrupted which, by like the evil so spear cool. in his blade. Yeah, because like his lore has to do with him. Like, like keeping uh, a, he sl- like slew a demon that then got trapped in in his blade, and now we have mm-hmm. to keep the demon at bay within his sword. Mm-hmm. Edgy as hell, but really freaking cool. And he's like slowly losing it and losing it through each round of his new support. Oh yes, and it looks so good mm-hmm. until he eventually just becomes this unearthly demonic creature with like four fucking arms, like giving a psychotic grin and giving everything crit. I I love I love that unit so much. Genma. Oh Genma. Also he's in like a snowy like mountain region. Yeah. And it looks phenomenal. So you can probably assume like he felt the corruption overtaking him, so he left the Dragonic Empire for a little bit to see if I could like go into solitary meditation to like get it under control, but it didn't work. So now he's just like a demonic ninja up in the mountains. Yes. Oh it's so cool. It's so freaking cool. I freaking love Yasue. Yo, I want that man back. I agree. Stupid Zumbaku. <laughs> Stupid Zungeki, who's getting support in Miyagi. Yeah. Who's like who's another dueling dragon like Zumbaku? Yeah. <sighs> Whatever. Whatever's. So here's the thing, Connor. Yeah. Um how long are we going right now? For, for Hour fifteen. Here's the thing. Can we maybe continue this discussion? Next, next time. time. Next time um, on Card Talk with the Sack Boys. Yeah, we can do that. Uh, next time, you want to pick up with uh, Magicalica? M- you mean Magalonica? Whatever. <laughs> Same thing. It's the water. It's the water people. Yeah. Or like, what's the next one in line? Well, the next one in line is Stargate. Yeah, we can continue on with Stargate. It, it, it's Stargate, then Dark Zone, then Magalonica, and then Zoo. Then Token Rambo. Token Rambo doesn't exist. <laughs> they don't exist. All right, we'll talk about it, Ranger. No, 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 we're going to talk about the mask collection. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we'll talk to you all next time, babies. We love you. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see if Peter will be alive. We'll we'll talk more about art next time. After we talk about, like, three cards. Most likely. Yeah? Most likely. All right, so we'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye.